0: I didn't just say suffering, I said the right response. Responding properly, responding the right way. How do you respond the right way? So I want to give you the whole key to responding properly. You see it coming. Here comes the suffering. I mean it's coming head on, it's going to hit you, broadside. Now I can either focus on the thing that's causing me suffering, and if I focus on it, I'm going to be discontent, I'm probably going to look for somebody to blame. I'm going to ask God, why doesn't he love me enough to get rid of this? And why is he waiting so long? A lot of things may run through my mind. Here is the key to responding properly to suffering and trial and pain and heartache. The key is that you do not focus on the source of the suffering. You focus on the God who's allowed it. And... When you look at the source, you always see it. Listen, you always see it as that which God has allowed into your life in order to make you more like him. So if you can, I can always look at suffering in the triangle. God, I know that you know where I am. I know that you know what the cause of this is. I know that you're in absolute control, and therefore if you are allowing this into my life, It must be because you want me to be more like you. And so instead of looking at something to blame and to accuse and run away from, I'm going to focus upon him. Friend, if you can see the source of your pain and your suffering as from God, I may not understand why it's from him. If I can see it as coming originally from him, somehow when I look at it, it doesn't have the same effect as if I only see it, the pain versus myself. So if I view these things from the perspective of a triangle, knowing that God is at the pinnacle and is in control of both the painful origin and myself, my friend, God takes the sting and God takes the brutality out of all the suffering that comes into our life. One of the primary ways God has chosen to grow us up to make us strong is to put us in the fiery furnace, not to burn us up, but to consume the dross out of us so that there will be less, listen, there will be less and less in us to deflect and to hinder the glow of the countenance of Jesus Christ upon us. So here's the ultimate question. Do you really want to grow in your spiritual walk? If you've listened to these seven points, you realize it takes time It takes concentration. It takes getting into the Word, building relationships with other people, being willing to acknowledge that those periods of suffering could be from God, as from God. Listen, it doesn't make any difference who they come from, but the time they get to you, the only way they get through is God must open the door and let them in, and when they come in, they're then from God, and now I can see them as an avenue and an opportunity of growing in the Lord. The question is, do I want to grow? Am I willing to grow God's way? Am I willing to suffer, if that's essential, to growth? And my friend, if your answer is yes, this I can assure you that all the days of your life, you and I will be growing into more and more Christ-likeness. And here's what happens, listen. The most intimate relationship in all the world is a man's relationship with his wife. That relationship which involves spirit soul mind and body there is a relationship that is more powerful than that there is a relationship that's more intimate than that there's a relationship that has more power than that there is a relationship that brings a greater sense of inner quietness and peace and joy even than that and that's where god has every one of us headed and that is His goal for us is that all the days of our life we would be growing more and more intimate in our understanding, in our submission, in our yielding, in our daily walk with him so that with that in mind, he wants us to grow into oneness with him. When I say that your intimate relationship with him is more intimate than with your husband or your wife, you say, well, how can that be? Here's the reason. Because God, our Heavenly Father, in His relationship penetrates the body, the soul, the mind, the emotions, and goes to the very heart of His Spirit, which is the presence of the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us. That's His goal. And so that your goal in mind, the Christian life, listen, is to be growing. Growing in understanding but growing in a warm, intimate relationship with Him. That's God's goal. And I want to say one last time, and I want you to listen very carefully. God has already targeted everything in your life that would jam that relationship.
1: Thanks for listening to In Touch. The teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. Are you pursuing a holy life? When you follow Christ, you'll find satisfaction beyond anything this world can offer. To continue studying about how to walk closely with the Lord, spend some time on our website, intouch.org. You'll find many resources to help you deepen your faith in Christ. And to listen to this message again, click on Today on Radio on our homepage. If you'd like to order a copy of today's complete message, open our online bookstore. Look for the title, The Pathway to Spiritual Growth. Again, that's intouch.org or call 1-800-INTOUCH. If you prefer to write, our address is INTOUCH, Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia 30357. Maybe you're in recovery from an addiction. you're trying to correct an unhealthy attitude there's some biblical advice coming up in today's moment with charles stanley
0: in touch plus is streaming on local now featuring all the best of dr charles stanley we're to have strong convictions based on the word of god he's working out things that you and i would never know about in our future in touch plus your streaming network for quality christian programming 24 7. now watch this in touch plus streaming free on local now
1: are you living a life of preferences or one that's based on god's word to enjoy a strong life one that makes an eternal impact we have to break free from the factors that make us weak. In Dr. Charles Stanley's book, Standing Strong, believers will find encouragement to construct a life based on the strength of enduring faith built on uncompromised biblical convictions. To order your copy of Standing Strong, call 1-800-INTOUCH or visit intouch.org. You're listening to In Touch prayer and the prayers of friends can help Christians overcome weakness and addiction here's
0: a moment with Charles Stanley in James chapter 5 verse 16 the scripture says therefore confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed the effective prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much that is praying for one another when you surround yourself with praying friends you have an awesome power that'll help you move right through this and bring you victory and freedom and liberty. Suddenly, sometimes it happens. Most of the time, it doesn't happen suddenly. Most of the time, it's a matter of day by day, getting into the Word of God, having the encouragement of your friends, working your way through the feelings that you have and remembering that you do not go by feelings, you go by faith, and remembering also that you have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you who will help you no matter what you're facing. You can be free of any addiction, but it all begins with repentance and surrender. Surrendering your life to Jesus offers real help for
1: becoming free. Learn more at our website, intouch.org. Next week on In Touch, are you wondering what God wants you to do? We'll hear some guidelines for finding His will for our lives Monday on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and
2: your faithful prayers and gifts. Welcome to Breakpoint, a daily look at an ever changing culture through the lens of unchanging truth for the Colson Center on John Stone Street. Chuck Colson often said that Christianity is more than a relationship with Jesus. Well, it isn't less than that, to be sure. One of the most amazing things about God's posture toward us is that he not only reveals his will, he reveals himself, especially in Christ Jesus. And he relates to us and with us personally, loving us, forgiving us, leading us. But while Christianity is personal, it is not private. It makes claims about all of reality, most notably that Jesus Christ is Lord of all. Christianity cannot be reduced to some therapeutic or pragmatic formula. It is to be lived out publicly, too, which is another way of saying that followers of Christ have to embrace that Jesus Christ is Lord over all of reality. Chuck Colson founded the Colson Center to help Christians cultivate this kind of robust, comprehensive Christian worldview, so that the challenges of this cultural moment, which are serious, could be understood and could be engaged on the bigger story of reality that's described in Holy Scripture Colson fellows in particular learn to take their place in this story through biblically grounded cultural analysis by discerning how to live with Christian wisdom and courageous faith and by effectively advancing the kingdom in the times and places where God has put them recently I asked Michael Craven vice president of equipping and mobilization at the Colson Center to describe what the Colson fellows program is really like Here's Michael.
3: It's a 10 month program, begins July 1st every year. It concludes in May of each following year. Students are led through a very carefully curated curriculum that they access through an online learning management system. So every day they're logging in, they have assignments, they complete those assignments. The next morning they wake up and they've got new assignments. And then they're meeting in a monthly cohort with fellow learners, and they're discussing what they're learning, what they're reading, what they're viewing. They're assigned about 13 to 14 books to read over the course of these 10 months. And at the end of that 10-month program, they don't graduate. They receive a commission as a Colson Fellow. And that is very deliberate because the program does not end. It is a commencement. It is a beginning. The goal is to send you out on mission with a deeper understanding of the times in which we live and how you can
2: live faithfully in those times. Well, during this 10-month program in a community-based learning environment, Colson Fellows, to put it mildly, cover a lot of ground. Again, here's Michael Craven describing the scope of the topics. We want to talk about the things that
3: are confronting us in such an overwhelming and seemingly virulent manner at times, such as the controversy and confusion over gender identity the controversy and confusion over human sexuality what is right what is wrong what is moral what is good why is it good or why is it wrong we want to talk about marriage god's design for marriage and why it is not just a a moral good but it is a real social good a real
2: cultural good applications are currently being accepted for next year's class of colson fellows to learn more about the program, to ask any questions that you have, to be connected with local cohort leaders, or to request more information, go to colsonfellows.org. That's colsonfellows.org. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Today's Breakpoint was co-authored by Jared Hayden. And again, to learn more about this program, go to colsonfellows.org.